welcome to That's Racist, a podcast where we look at some of the week's stories and we ask, is that racist? My name's Ed Holland and I'm joined by my co-host Ramon Williams. Hello, Ramon. How's it going, bro? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, We'll get straight into it. Uh, We both bring a story of this week, so I'll go with my story first. Okay, I don't know if you've heard this or not, but um, a news group in America posted a headline on their website about the Jamaican sprinter Usain Bolt testing positive for coronavirus. The thing is, they used a picture of Kevin Hart instead of the six foot five world record holder. <laughs> Gosh. Oh. Now, it's like the first thing I think is is laughable, but yeah. this isn't the first time that this kind of thing's happened. I remember a few months ago, or a few weeks ago, maybe, when they were talking about Wiley mm-hmm. and uh, a newspaper in, in England uh, put a picture of Kano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. news group in America, they've said that it was a, a an editorial error. Right. Um, so they've that's their excuse. Um, and I sh- I'm sure people make mistakes, but it's it's I think it's the timing, isn't it? The, it's a very hot topic at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there's so many kind of factors involved. Um, I think with the Kevin Hart and Usain Bolt scenario, because of the character of Kevin Hart, naturally, you kind of laugh anyway. And then you think of, you know, Kevin Hart's height and, and how he just definitely could never be, you know, the world's fastest runner. Um, but they've mistaken him for Usain Bolt. It's, it's just makes it all the more absurd. Um, but on many levels, it kind of causes me to kind of go... Like who who is running quality control and who is checking, you know, these prints before they go out? Is it that hard to do a bit of background check, you know, and, and just kind of double check to make sure that that is the person's picture as to, who, you know, who it is? It's... People make mistakes, but that's supposed to be checked off by someone else. And you know that it's gone up a level and they've gone, oh, yeah, OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they didn't yeah. notice either. Maybe maybe they could say, oh, I didn't know who Usain Bolt was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but it's unlikely. It's, it's, um, it's unlikely when you're thinking of like world icons. And then, and then you, you touched on the other issue of, like you say, is, is it kind of... In the black community, we have this thing where we say, you know, people always mistake us for, for looking like, you know, the other black dude, you know, and... and, and kind of thinking that we will look the same type of thing. So we we will have those same running jokes, but ultimately it does speak to an issue of people not taking enough, t- enough time to kind of get to know you or maybe just know who you are and, and appreciate how different you are from another person. You're not just another black person and, and you don't all look the same. Um, I don't know if you saw it that way, bro. What, what do you think? Um, I used to work in an office, right? Mm-hmm. And um, there was a, about 100 employees and there was uh, two black men in the whole company mm. and um i remember one day someone from the admin department had come up and they were looking around and they said oh is uh so-and-so here and then she looked at one uh the one black man and she said oh no no i want the other one <laughs> and i think that's when it sunk in yeah yeah that it, okay well maybe it's a genuine mistake or a genuine like i didn't know the other person's name mm. but but it's it's that kind of not having a conscious filter yeah. about mm-hmm. what you're saying about someone and and rarely very rarely do these people ever look the same yeah absolutely yeah 
So I wanted to ask you if you've ever been mistaken. Has anyone ever mistaken you for someone else? <laughs> Loads, man. Because like... I've had someone, I, I was in South Africa once and someone came up to me in the middle of the road. Yeah. And there's an old woman and she went, you, what are you doing here? And I was like, what? I'm on holiday. She goes, your mother's going to go crazy. And I was like, what do you mean my mum? My mum's in England. <laughs> and she was like, don't mess around, Daniel. And I was like, my name's Daniel. Like Daniel. And she, she was convinced I was this other person. Wow, that's crazy. But she was white and I'm white. So you you, you can't say it's got anything to do with yeah. race in that instance. But, yeah, but how yeah, about yeah. you? Have you ever been, have you ever had that? Oh yeah, many a time I've been mistaken for people. And then when they tell me who they who they were actually looking for, I'm looking at that person. I'm like, oh my gosh, we don't even, like, you know, we're not even the same complexion, you know, or... Like, we have a completely different nose structure or, you know, I have facial hair, he doesn't. Or his, I've got long hair and they don't, it, you know, it's like the, the key. Sounds like guess who? Right. The key, yeah, right. The key markers that you use to distinguish one person from another, it's almost as though they don't, often don't see that. And it's just kind of like, oh, it's, it's, it's another black dude, you know. Uh, that's how it feels sometimes. That's how it comes across. But I was reading a study once Um and this study was looking at um, hom homogeneous populations and how within your own community or within a community of people where you look similar to each other, you find it much easier to distinguish between people as opposed to when you're looking at another homogeneous group. You know, So let's say, for example, I'm a white person and... I find it easy to distinguish between different white people. But the moment I, I'm looking at perhaps a black community or an Asian community, I may struggle to distinguish between different faces and see the, the different, the, you know, the nuances to know who is who. Um, I, I, I can't remember what the, the conclusions were that the scientific study came to as to like why that is. But it's interesting. And if I'm honest, I remember being at school as, as a young kid, you know, maybe seven or eight and I would often struggle to to kind of know which of my friends were, were which, you know, as I'm getting to know them. The um, white friends. It's talking about my white friends, yeah. So flipping flipping the coin a little bit, not just looking at the black experience, but maybe, you know, I had a friend, I had two friends called Callum and I had another friend called Tom. And so I, they're all white. They're all white then, Callum, Callum and Tom. <laughs> Callum and Tom. <laughs> I would regularly confuse Tom for Callum and then the other Callum for, for this other dude called Luke, you know. And again, I, I wasn't racial. At least I didn't think I was, you know, trying to discriminate against them. I just had a hard time trying to distinguish between the guys. Maybe they looked similar, genuinely, you know, brown hair, and maybe they had similar facial features. So there's, there's some scientific... Uh, backing there potentially, possibly potentially yeah but, but when we're talking about society maybe mm. we're in a time where we we should all be more aware of what's going on yeah. and one of those things might be being more aware of uh you know getting to know someone getting yeah. to know their name and what they look like possibly yeah. I think maybe if you're a white you. person you're a white person that hangs around with more black people it's easier i get i'm, I'm assuming yeah yeah um, yeah yeah, I think it's it's all about proximity, like you said. The, the the closer you are to a community or a group of people, the better you know them. The better you're going to understand, you know, what makes them similar, but also what makes um you know everyone individual, you know, and, and everyone different. Um, and you're gonna you, you're just gonna know, like 
you're going to understand different people's ways of, you know, mannerisms and different ways of talking. So even if you're not sure who is who, <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to be able to figure out how to know who is who. And it's just about proximity, getting to know people. Mm. And I think that's often been the issue. If you look at when, you know, black people and other minorities came to this country, especially, you know, like the Windrush generation, when people didn't want to know us and people didn't want to be our friends, but they were happy to just group us all together as being you know, the same and, and, and thinking the same and eating the same and behaving the same. Uh, th there was no time taken to get to know us as individual people. So I, mm. could, I could walk down the street and you're feeling intimidated and threatened because you're, you're associating me with perhaps another individual who happened to be black. But guess what? You know, my, my name's you know, James and, I, and I'm completely different to, to that person, you know, so it's taking that time to get to know people and, and not just, yeah, group people up with the same. So I'm, I'm sure that the Usain Bolt thing and the, the Kevin Hart thing, maybe it was a, 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 an innocent blunder, but I think in 2020, that's not acceptable. Um, and we all watched, um, you said, well, if you're old enough, we all watched Usain Bolt set those records on oh, TV. Oh, come on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember watching every Olympics. So I know exactly what he looks like. And we've yeah. all watched Kevin, Kevin Hart films. Yeah, precisely. Um, and I'm guessing if you work it for media, you would have you would know who those people are. I mean, yeah, yeah. Or you'd, you would think, obviously, this time they didn't. But you, you know, would think that they did. Precisely. It's like, it's like, I know Michael Phelps, he's not really top of the game anymore. But imagine Michael Phelps um, has just had coronavirus and the, the picture that they used for him was, I don't know. Danny DeVito. Right, precisely. It's, it's, it's like, what what are you doing? Like, That's a bit of a... I wasn't trying to like be offensive to Kevin Hart saying he's... No, no, no. Yeah. Not no. that old. Not that old yet, but there's, but there's it's a, a height. It's a kind, a height yeah, it's just, and it's a stark difference between who they are and the fields they're in and... <sighs> Yeah, we should just, we just shouldn't really be making those kind of mistakes nowadays. Um, and there's obviously other uh, other communities that um, will face this a lot, and I think um, Asian people get this a lot. Yeah, my best friend is Chinese, and we often talk about this. And I, I've I've openly asked him many a time, like, can you tell the difference <clears throat> phonetically? Um, uh, not uh, uh, language. No, not not language. Like how you look. Um, right. This is a term, I don't know what it is. But can you know, can you tell the difference between um when you see a Chinese person and then when you see like a Korean person or a Japanese person? And he himself admits that there are, you know, major similarities, but he often can tell the difference. And it may be very little things with to do with like maybe skin tone or certain features, but a lot of the time it's to do with the cultural difference and mannerisms, you know, and mm. how they and how people interact and socialise that kind of gives it away and, and, and that's their tell, you know, so. Like but, how you would differentiate a, an English person and a Polish person probably might, might not be, the, <clears throat> might be the way they look, but it's probably might be what they're wearing or, or right. um, how yeah. they're speaking or. Yeah, totally, totally, you know. Um, but I, I think you're right. There is such a, a an issue with that. And, and time and time, so like, I remember I was at school and talking to um, the kids that I was teaching and, I can't remember the situation. I think a video we were watching that was to do with the topic, a, oh yeah, a person was speaking and they had a Japanese name, but, but they, they looked, I guess, you know, East Asian. Um, and they were talking with an, a, an accent in English 
And one of the kids was like, oh, I can't understand this Chinese person. And I said, oh, <laughs> right. I said, oh, I don't think they're Chinese. I think they're actually Japanese based on their, their name. And their response, and this is from a, you know, a year eight kid, you know, who's 12, 13, straight away was, oh, well, how do I know? They, they all look the same anyway, you know? Yeah. And it's like that that level of ignorance has been generationally bred into society to where it's accepted that you don't even want to take time to understand or learn or get to know your neighbors you know and understand and what makes them different no one's forcing anybody to, to to put anyone in a box right no one's forcing someone to guess where you're from precisely you know, yeah you can just wait wait till they tell you or wait till you're in a position to ask yeah yeah like what's the point of of you know yeah i totally I agree my my mum used to have a friend and um, her name was Jean, mm-hmm. and uh, they called her Japanese Jean because they assumed she was from Japan. Right. And uh, one day, I think she snapped, and they said, oh, come on, Japanese Jean, come in here. And she was like, I'm not Japanese, I'm Chinese. There you go, there you go. And it's that, that I don't know how long she had just held, held off. Like, it up. Not, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... But, but, I mean, Chinese Jean doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah, true, true. But even if you understand the history and the context, you'd understand why it's so offensive to oh yeah yeah you know that um, a Chinese person to to, and it's not that you know from my experience of the Chinese people in my life, it's not that they they now hate Japanese people, no. but you consider the history of the occupation that that Japan had over China and and how brutal things were and the killings and the rapings. It's like to to just be for someone to not even take time to get to know you and just assume you're Japanese. It's like it's it's big time insult, man. But um, yeah, yeah. I th- I think ultimately it comes down to actually caring about each other enough to say, you know what, I want to get to know you. You know, not not like Africa is not a country. You know, like it's a big it's a big man continent yeah. with so many different countries with different languages, different cuisines, different religions. So when African people just get grouped into this one thing, oh, you're African, you know. And I get it. There is that sense of that that unified identity, but at the same time, a Nigerian is very different to a South African, and a South African yeah. is very different to an Ethiopian. And it takes time to care enough to get to know each other, so we're not just ignorantly grouping people in 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 one kind of in one boat, you know. So Usain um, Bolt being mistaken for Kevin Hart. How I feel is, I feel like there could have been a genuine mistake. Yeah. But the fact the fact that it was let out yeah. under the current climate. I'm yeah. gonna say it's not it's not good, and I'm gonna sway it onto the racist side. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you. You know, we, we we've got to give, you know, enough margin for error and 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 innocent mistakes. But like you said, in the current climate, I'd expect people to be uber uber conscious of what they're putting out there, um, so as to not offend. And for them to make this kind of mistake, it's just like nah nah nah. You're you're not focused. You're not in tune with what's going on right now. Uh, and the ra- and the racial shifts that are happening. So, I think I'm with you on that one. I think I'd, I'd push it over to that's racist side. I was a hundred percent sure it was a joke when I read it. Same. I didn't I believe. It. I, I had to double check. Yeah, I laughed, and I had to go to the original source of where they were saying it's coming from, and I, I couldn't believe my eyes. <laughs> you know, I mean, Kevin Hart himself is a household name. Like he's big. Like yeah, I don't know. Crazy. So uh, let's move on to your story. You tell me, tell me your story. Yeah, so my story is looking at the proms. So um, major event that takes place annually, I believe. 
Um, and currently in the news, um, there's been a lot of talk. I think they broadcast it over the BBC. Um, and there's been a lot of talk as to the types of songs that are sung uh, at the this prom. And one of the songs in particular, I used to think it was the national anthem, but it's not, uh, Rule Britannia. One of the lines that it mentions is that Britain will never, you know, be slaves. Um, and so a major issue growing up, I, I was always familiar with hearing the song and knowing my own history and the history and the legacy of my ancestors, you know, going back from here to the Caribbean and from the Caribbean to Africa um, as people who were, you know, kidnapped and sold, you know, through human trafficking as slaves um to hear those kind of songs being sung naturally it completely grates uh, and, and rubs you up the wrong way you know um especially knowing that britain was that same colonial power that enslaved you know my ancestors so that's from a very personal perspective i'm kind of like are we really still singing this song are we really still fighting to make sure that we're still singing this song today um so yeah, so I, I don't feel comfortable when I hear the song. Um, and, and of course, I don't, it's not like I'm saying I want Britain to be, you know, slaves. I'm not saying I want anyone to be a slave, but it's, it's a context within which the, the song is sang and that kind of pride of, you know, we will never be slaves. You know, we, we would never allow that to happen or that could never happen to us, you know. But all of our subjects, you know, in, in, the, in the empire, you know, you think of India and you think of Australia and you think of the Americas and you think of the Caribbean and, and other African countries and how they were subjects to the crown and they were slaves, you know, a lot of them to or, or indentured servants to the crown. It's like, yeah, that's that's not OK. Um, so I read the lyrics mm -hmm. and I'd say personally, I didn't understand them. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a clue what the song was about. I read the lyrics. I mean, I was trying to understand what it meant, but I didn't really... I can imagine singing the song and not knowing... If you don't know any history of colonialism... Fair. Mm -hmm. I can imagine just thinking it's a song with these old-fashioned lyrics. and. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I can almost see people going, well, I don't see, I have a problem with the lyrics, so we'll sing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is it is it is it more that it's, it's remembering uh, history in a certain way? Yeah and saying we're proud of colonialism and we're proud of the way we treated other people and it's a, 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 a discussion now we need to have what what we get rid of and what we're still proud of yeah and totally. to say say you're proud of that mm. is possibly a problem yeah totally i think there's there's a, a romanticization a romanticization if that's the correct word of empire you know and when we think about Great Britain and, you know, the United Kingdom and, and, and the history, I'm not, I'm, you know, it would be wrong of me to say that everything about empire was, was bad, you know. That's not fair because, you know, great things and great feats were achieved um, during those times. But where the issue is in the debate is when those are the only things that are focused upon, you know. Oh, but Great Britain achieved many amazing things and they helped people in this world. Yeah, that happened. But you know what they also did, which you don't like to talk about? They also trafficked human beings, men, women and children. They stole people. You know, they, they branded them like calves, um, you know, like, like cattle, sorry. And they treated them, you know, worse than swine. You know, um, 
that that's what that's the part of empire that no one likes to talk about but it that's the part of empire that built the empire itself you know um so i think that it's about actually understanding what empire was about and how it was formed and how it grew to to the heights that it grew um everyone wants to be proud of their history and everyone has that desire to look at their history um, with eyes of, of pride and, and eyes of, of, you know, kind of legacy. So when you do see it tainted in such a way, it's not nice. Um, but I think it, it simply calls for a true education, you know, the full picture of, of, of empire um, and not just a part of empire that, that you know, you, you kind of feel proud for defeating the Germans or, you know, you feel proud for having a long-standing monarchy. You know, we need to understand that, the, you know, the Queen Victorias of this world had a massive hand in, in slavery and a massive hand in, you know, in an empire and, and, and those before her as well. And that's not that long ago, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd agree with you. I think that ultimately people may not have an issue with the lyrics because they don't, they're disconnected from the history because they've never truly been taught or understood the actual history of empire. Um, rather, slavery kind of gets glossed over and and you know and that's it I, th I don't know if i'm i don't know you know how much of that you know kind of strikes a note with you if that's kind of accurate um i was gonna say there's a flip side to this story which i i read about today and that's that some people are complaining uh bbc one extra have been playing a song by a, a drill rapper and um people have been complaining and saying you shouldn't play that song because it glorifies drugs or or that person was involved in certain things and and the same people are mentioning proms and saying you want you want us to uh cancel these songs and not sing them in proms but you're willing to play this music and all of a sudden it's become black and white mm. it's become about black people and white people and i and i at the beginning it shouldn't have been about that necessarily mm. mm -hmm. um uh, it's it's kind of odd that people have taken it down that route i don't see what uh, the music that they play on a certain radio station has to do with deciding what you sing at a, at a different concert. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that that it's it's part of this kind of tribalism where you pick you pick a side, mm. and you don't like the people on the other side? So as soon as something happens, you have to drag it up. Sadly, so um, I think that there are those tendencies. I don't think it should be that way. I think it should just be one big conversation. I think that. And in the conversation, at different points in that conversation on different topics, you're going to agree and you're going to disagree. But guess what? At the end of the day, you're still two human beings um, that, that need to live together in the same house. You know, we, we, we live on the same planet and we need to get along so that we don't kill each other. And, we, you know, we don't we don't destroy each other. Um, so I would hope that we can still, you know, coexist and disagree at the same time and sometimes agree. Uh, without having to say, you know what, but I'm on this side of the defense and you're on that side of the defense. And for that reason, we can't have fellowship or we can't engage with each other, you know. Um, mm. It shouldn't be black and white because I, I expect white people to look at history, you know, as human beings, you know, considering empire and kind of go, yo, this was messed up. You know, this this was messed up. Like... And I expect black people to look at history and say the exact same thing. Because it, cause it's not about black and white, it's about people. You know, we, we, don't, we don't look at 
the Holocaust, like let's get real with this conversation. We don't look at the Holocaust and say, you know what? This is the Nazis versus the Jews thing. Of course, the Nazis were killing off the Jews. But in that conversation, whether you're black, white, Jew, German, you know, whatever you come from, you look at what happened in the Holocaust and you say, this was evil, man. Like this was mm -hmm. this was crazy. You know, you, you don't you it would be crazy to take pride in Nazism right Nazism right now because you know they made great scientific uh, discoveries and 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 they right. and they you know had great engineering feats and 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 that would be absurd because ultimately they committed some atrocities evil acts you know so what what i hate is that empire british empire almost gets a pass for some reason you know and a massive justification for some reason you know despite having human trafficked uh, and sold into slavery um, way more people than than that ended up dying in in the Holocaust. You know, and it's not about it's not about numbers, but ultimately, the num if, we, if we talk about numbers, the British Empire has a much bigger body count in comparison to to other nations that get such a bad rap. You know, mm. um, it's probably about not wanting to take um, responsibility mm. um, and and admit that that's you know. Yeah, I, I just think it's odd that they that they specifically pick them. I mean, I could pick I could pick white bands or white DJs that make songs that glorify drugs or yeah yeah yeah. You know what it's like. You know it's like it's like when someone calls you out on your on your ish and says, you know what, you shouldn't be doing that, and then you retaliate, and you just pick you pick on the next thing that you can see that that they're doing that that's kind of wrong. And yeah. what happens in that scenario is you, you don't actually reflect on what that person has challenged you on. You you just, you get defensive and you lash out, you know. Um, so yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not, I don't say that to justify certain topics that are talked about in drill music and what this artist may or may not have been speaking about. But I think it's, there's, no, there's no use deflecting. Like, if I've called you out on something, let's talk about that. You know, reflect on that. Let's, let's move through that. And then you know what? Once we've done that, if you've got an issue with something I'm doing, let's have that conversation too. But I don't think we can have both conversations at the same time. I think it starts to get very confusing and you start to get distracted from, you know, what's actually at hand. Because right now, right now we're talking about drill music and, and ultimately um, the dialogue started, I'm not talking about our dialogue, but this, this whole cultural dialogue in the context of the proms started with, you know, the mention of slavery and the legacy of empire and how that affects... Afro-Caribbean people and, and, and other people, um, you know, ex-colony um, um, peoples around the world today, you know, and, and how, you know, should we continue to glorify these aspects of, of empire if, you know, it has such a, a devastating effect? Oh, but you want to talk about drill music because that's too much for you to, to kind of accept and, and, and reflect on, you know? Mm. That's how it kind of comes across to me. Now, if you want to talk to me about drill music, I think certain topics is such is such a complicated topic because how do you tell someone not to talk about the you know their life it's just an art form if i write a book about you know growing up in the ghetto and and hearing gunshots every day and and you know holding my first gun at the age of 10 because my older brother gave it to me or you know if i wrote a book about that as like an autobiography would it have the same response as 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 the way people respond to drill music, probably not. Mm. People people would look at it, you know, as a as a as a piece of literature and say, okay, that that's someone's experience. So when 
I'm not saying I'm not saying it to justify anything, but a lot of people who make drill music or other genres of music which talk about a lot of gun crime and and the struggle on the street and whatever, sometimes they're just talking about their life. You know, there are a lot of fake heads out there. There are a lot of wannabes out there who have never lived that life and they're doing it for the likes and they're doing it for the fame. But there are some people that are just genuinely saying, "Hey, this is this is my reality. I don't I don't know any better." So I think the deeper issue is to work on their realities rather than just attacking them for talking about their reality, you know? It's like, oh, snap. So you grew up and, and your mum couldn't afford to pay the bills or put food on the table, so you actually went out and sold food, food being weed, you know, and, and, and to, to bring money in so that you, you wouldn't starve to death. Snap. Mm. Okay, there's a bigger issue here. Rather than shouting at you for <laughs> talking about selling weed, how about we try and fix the fact that you had to go out and sell weed in the first place? Let's 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 rally around that, you know. Um, we could say these, you know, drill rappers that talk about things that have happened to them. They're still young people who are kind of just doing whatever they think, you know, comes comes to them at that time. Yeah, true. That is true. On the other side, when it comes to the proms, it's it's a conversation that we've been having for hundreds of years. Yeah. True facts, and it's it's a time where those people, probably slightly older people, probably should have come to a, a conclusion right now whether that's acceptable or yeah. Um, it's not. I just don't think it's comparable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. It's it's a heavyweight conversation versus a a, a, world, a welterweight. You know, it's they they don't even come close in my opinion. Like you said, a four hundred to five hundred year old conversation versus. <laughs> you know how long's drill been around for? It's not even been it's not even been around as long as grime. You know, like yeah. and and there's plenty of the other hand is there's plenty of rappers that talk about conscious stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not not all of them are talking about. <clears throat> do you know what I mean? True, and you know they may argue that not every prom or every event that 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 celebrates British history, you know, celebrates you know empire. You know, which is which is also fair to say. Um, I guess it's just kind of. I feel like it's 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 we're, we're living in an age of the cleanup, you know, where we're looking at we're, we're we're looking at the fact that we thought we'd come so far, you know, we thought we'd progress so far, but stuff's starting to fall apart now, and we're starting to realize mm. that actually, we as a society, we didn't have it, we don't have it together as much as we thought we did, you know, we we thought we'd we'd kind of kicked racism up the arse, but actually, snap. <laughs> There's a whole lot of racism still around, you know. There's, there's a whole mm. lot of the, the remnants of, of empire and colonialism that still permeate our our governments and our policies and, 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 you know. So it's like the kind of cleanup starts to happen and we start to... It may feel like an attack on British culture and, and history, but if there are elements of culture and history that are dark and, and evil, they've got to be pulled down before you can build up again, you know. Um I think what's happened with the proms, as far as I know, where they are with that is they said this year they're just going to play the music and that's they're not right. going to sing the songs. But next year, that's, mm-hmm. next year they're going to do it. Yeah, next year they said they'll go back to the the lyrics. I think they're mm. I think they're buying time. I think to so. To be honest, and you know I what? Think they'll review yeah. it again and see what happens next year. But yeah, you know what I think, it, and that that kind of I'm not saying this is what their intention is, but it almost comes across to me like. You know what? We'll kind of see if this Black Lives Matter thing blows over a little bit. You know, yeah. So it's like we'll 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 we'll, we'll appease them for now, um, but we'll also appease the other people who want to keep it as it is. 
by saying, you know, we'll go back to normal next year. But really and truly, we don't know what the hell we're going to do. We're just going to see what happens. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully no one will, will kind of notice or pick up on it. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I Naturally, in my opinion, it shouldn't be sung. Um, you know, revise, revise the song if you want, you know, take that lyric out. Make, you know, educate people on the reason why it's been taken out. Um, celebrate the great parts of the history and the, and the legacy that, that are in the song and in, in British history. But the sections that, that are not good should not be celebrated. They should be highlighted and, and taught forevermore, of course. But they, they shouldn't be celebrated at all. So, um, Royal Britannia at the proms, do you think it's racist? I do. What do you think? I'm going to say... I'm going to say, I don't know if it's even racist. I think it's just, I think it's just time to, to think about and accept what's happened in the past mm. and make, make changes f for everybody in the country. Mm -hmm. You know, listen to the voices that don't like it. Mm -hmm. uh, listen to what they're saying mm -hmm. and um, do something that benefits the, everybody. Mm -hmm. I think for the, for the, for the benefit of the podcast, I'm going to say racist. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think the the reason why I arrive at the the you know conclusion of it being racist is because, I mean, it'd be interesting to know when the song was written and and you know when it came to prominence, um, and it'd be interesting to know if if there were still people at the time that that were ha perhaps in slavery or bondage or in in some form of apartheid or segregation or you know inequality, which I'm sure that was the case. When now, the song was written. Yeah, when the song was written and when it was propagated. oh definitely it would have been it would have been during slavery. There you go. So it's like if I'm singing a song and proudly declaring that we will never be slaves, whilst people around us are literally in chains, you know, and they are in chains because we say that black people are subject to us and they are they are second class citizens. Then, in essence, the song propagates um, racial discrimination. Now, whether you want to say that that's changed and people don't think that way anymore, whatever, it was penned that way for a reason. So if you want to sing that at the proms and belt it at the top of your lungs, you're enforcing, in my opinion, and you're continuing that legacy, which started in those days up until now. So for that reason, for me, yeah, it's racist. Hmm. But each to their own, you know. So thanks for listening to That's Racist, a podcast where we looked at some of the week's stories and asked, is it racist? Um, Kevin Hart being mistaken for uh, Usain Bolt, we're going to say, yeah, not good, racist. And uh, singing Royal Britannia at the proms, we've decided racist as well. All right. Well, it was good talking to you again, Ramon. Um, I'll talk to you again next time. Yeah, pleasure's always mine. And uh, I look forward to, to catching up soon. Take care, man. Cool. All right.